1: Good morning. Welcome
0: in to the Wade Ford Tailgate Show here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Mark Zinner alongside Smoke and Joe Patrick. We are live from right across Mercedes-Benz Stadium here. And it is the Atlanta uh, Falcons pregame show here brought to you by Wade Ford. Wade Ford, Atlanta's Ford dealer. And we are raising the roof here, literally, at our tailgate site here. Joe Patrick, great to be with you as always. Falcons and Vikings coming up here at 1 o'clock. Next four hours all leading you up to kickoff here. Great to be with you. And, uh, look, it's been an interesting week out at Flowery Branch. It's been an interesting week for the Falcons, to say the least. Uh, We obviously know the news now that Taylor Heineke will be the starting quarterback today when they snap this ball. And I'm sure it's been dissected 117 different ways. We'll continue to do it here as well. But... Manifestly, this is a game the Falcons just need to win. They need to get back above 500. They need to keep themselves, the calendar turns to November, in position to go not only win this division, but but, but at least if they can't win the division, keep themselves in the thick of the wild card conversation.
1: It's such an important game today because for actually a similar reason – the game was so important last week and why there has, I think, been such a fallout from last week, because it was a very winnable game. And this one, you come into a, uh, go up against a Minnesota Vikings team that's without their longtime starting quarterback, without one of the best receivers in the NFL that they rely on at a, at a rate higher than almost any other team relies on their top receiver in the NFL. So, yeah, it certainly seems like a team that's good for the getting. But the one thing that this team can still do, this Minnesota Vikings team can still do, is blitz like you've never seen before, and get in a quarterback's yep. head and just confuse you. Even though they don't necessarily have like elite talent, um, they can still cause you problems. And I think that's that something that this new, uh, new quarterback Taylor Heineke is going to have to settle out, or yeah, sort well, out. The Vikings blitz at more than a fifty-five percent rate, insane. the highest in the NFL, like by about twenty
0: percent higher. Brian Flores, than most just, teams in the NFL. No Look, I mean, listen, there, there's there's some logic to it. For if you're Minnesota, when you stink at the rest of defense, you may as well just send the house and hope to get home. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Right? Exactly. Like that's, that's What do you got to lose? What do you, exactly. What do you have to lose other than you know getting burnt deep, but. Uh, and, and the Falcons are a team that
1: hasn't been able to take advantage of those things. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I saw uh, the Falcons are, I think they're one of the only teams in the NFL, maybe the only team in the NFL that has not scored a touchdown from outside of the red zone this year. Every single Falcons touchdown. Well, that's
0: kind of funny because they have trouble scoring touchdowns inside the red zone this year.
1: <laughs> they so they so have had that. But they, it just shows they haven't been hitting those big explosive touchdown plays like you would think under an Arthur Smith system.
0: Yeah, and you know, uh, it, it, that that is tough to swallow just because Arthur Smith, when he was with Tennessee, led the league in explosive yeah, exactly. plays. Yeah, exactly. You know, they just, and you could say it was Derrick Henry and A.J. Brown, you know, back in 2019, and, and that's part of it sometimes a Jimmy. And Joe's actually matter, but the Falcons, Jimmy's, and Joe's aren't all that bad. They just haven't been able to put it all together. And so, manifestly, here, Joe, we have a a, a game against a team that is winnable. And look, you could argue two of the Falcons' losses already the one to Washington and the one to Tennessee were were both winnable games. I mean, look, the Falcons are competitive enough that it's really hard for them to get blown out, right? They just, you know, even though they trail early in games the same way they did against the Titans, they've more often than not, they find themselves in the fourth quarter with the football in a position to go either get a tying you,
1: score or go ahead. If score. you have a defense in a running game, that, that tends to happen. You tend to keep yourself around. And that's why I think some of these losses have been so painful. Because Again, to your point, it feels like they were there for the winning, and, and you just didn't take those opportunities.
0: Hey, if you guys want to get involved in the show, the text line for the Salmon Brothers Diamond text line, 404 741 As well, don't forget, you can give us a call at 404-726-0929. Mark Zeno and Joe Patrick here at the Wade Ford Tailgate Show. All right, let's... Dive into this. Can I? Can I just create some havoc from the beginning? Let's can do it. I, can let's I create my own, my own my own Total right here?
1: wild card. Yeah, let's let's do it.
0: You know, I, I, I've been in this town a, a decade, and, and I'll never understand sometimes the, the logic with which media and fans operate. I'm here to tell you, Joe, that anybody on this station all week long, or anybody in this town throughout the week. Who thinks that Taylor Heineke is an upgrade over Desmond Ritter? You don't know what you're talking about. Mm. You do not Shots? understand football. Shots fired. You do Shots not fired. understand this offense. You do not understand what this team is and what it's trying to do. This is not a disrespect to Taylor Heineke, but this is a guy with a career
1: 82 quarterback rating, okay? And and has, has the same kind of flaws that, that Desmond Ritter has shown this year with the turnovers. I mean, you that's think? been, the, that's been his MO that okay. throws career. So
0: this is not an upgrade. Stop asking for Taylor Heineke to come in here and replace Desmond Ritter to do anything other than give you marginally better production than what Ritter has got you. To the, well, take a chance crowd. This isn't a first date. This isn't a mercy date. You you, you don't take chances on guys in the NFL unless the situation is forced into it.
1: So let me ask you this. Why do you think Arthur Smith made this move then?
0: I think Arthur Smith made this move because it got to such a point of diminishing returns with the turnovers that he can't continue to hope that it gets better he's got to do something to jar ritter into figuring out a way to take care of the football and again not all turnovers are created equal i've said this for years in the nfl not every every interception counts the same as the other ones ritter's interceptions you can argue on some of them that there's at least two of them i can think of that definitively weren't his fault Mm -hmm. and you could tell it was a miscommunication the receiver broke in when he was supposed to break out things of that nature the fumbles they're all him Yeah, you can't do anything like that. that, that Those turnovers are all on him. Yeah, got to hold on to the football, got to protect the football. He's got to know what arm it's got to be in. He's got to know when he's going down, how to cradle the ball and take a sack. I mean, you know, those are things with that Arthur Smith really had to turn around and go, look, I, I, I can't. It's one thing to throw picks. It's another thing to give the football away away. on fumbles as a quarterback.
1: I totally agree. I mean, I think that the fumbles are an issue. I think that even more than that, or not more than that, but in addition to that is just the amount of negative plays that Desmond Ritter tends to take when when either – I don't know if it's down to necessarily protection or maybe checks that are being made at the line or or checks that aren't being made at the line that are causing – havoc in the backfield, but he doesn't seem to be able to get rid of the ball and kind of improvise in the way that a Taylor Heineke might. And I wonder if Arthur Smith might see that kind of aspect of Taylor Heineke's game and think it's a better fit for this team at this point in time. Again, we don't and, know how and, long this is going to go. but I, yeah. I, I don't think it's going to
0: go much more than a week,
1: to be honest with you. But, it, it very well could be because of what we talked about with the way the Minnesota Blitzes. You want a more veteran quarterback in there who can get the ball out of his hand. Well, and,
0: and here's the thing. Here's the other part of this whole equation here. And you and I know this because we, we're, we are – actively, you know, in conversations with Arthur Smith on a routine basis. But if you peel back the layers here, and you go past the last four games, 350 yards against Tennessee, 400 yards against Tampa, 400 yards against Washington, 400 yards against Houston, this is an offense that was getting better each and every week. They struggled in two areas. One, Desmond Ritter taking care of the damn football, and two, the red zone. Yeah, I mean, you know, for a team that is in the middle of the league in yards per play, they're in the bottom of the league in yards per point. Now, these are two metrics, okay, that are used to justify how good an offense actually is. The dichotomy between yards per play and yards per point shouldn't be that big. Right, totally. But it is because of the turnovers in the red zone.
1: Yeah, you know, uh, the, the Falcons actually are tied for six in the NFL in uh, what, what you categorize as big plays, which is like 10-yard runs yep. and 20-yard passes. Yep. They're six in the NFL in yep. that category. So like, it, like, they're picking up the yardage. It doesn't and I don't think up. I, I don't think that the, the quarterback change was about can does Desmar- like does Desmar- no. can't throw the football no. he can't make the throws he can make every throw i think like in in the offense needs of him but it's about some of the I, – I have to think that the reason why he made the change – because, listen, Arthur Smith did not want to make this change. He, no. It was probably the last thing he wanted to no, do. No, you, you, Nobody wants to make team. a quarterback change in right. weeks of football other right. than for injury. Right. But it makes me think that the reason why he did that was not down to what he's doing with his arm but more about what you were talking about with the turnovers and then, again, just like putting the team in a proper position to win at the line of scrimmage because, it's you know, it is a complex offense. It's a complex scheme. I, I don't like people who complain about it being complex because if you think that any t- decent offensive team in the NFL is running some simple scheme that's easy to pull yeah, off, I you're deluding I, yourself.
0: Yeah, Because Mike McDaniel is just running, a tech, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <exactly>. he's running <laughs> the tech mobile offense <laughs> with four plays. Right. Here you go, here you go, here you go. I mean, you know, it, it's just – and that's why I say that to people who think that t- Taylor Heineke is an – this isn't a – it's not an upgrade. There's nothing about Taylor that brings upgrade. If anything, it is marginal at best. And and again, I'm not sliding Taylor Heineke. He's a fine backup quarterback. But he, re- if it was an upgrade, he'd be starting somewhere.
1: I mean, I think he was an upgrade in that in that game against Tennessee. I mean, that that, that was, well, yeah. weird, but I think, but I think it was because he was able. But to. But he also
0: came into a game where they were down twenty-one to he, three he, he, and had no reason, nothing to do but throw.
1: Game state actually absolutely contributes to that in a similar way that I think Ritter's stats were you know were kind of inflated in some of the game states that he had, like against Washington and things like that. Um, but I think what Taylor Heineke showed is he was just able to get the ball. Like For me, the biggest difference watching him versus Ritter in that game against Tennessee was Heineke was just not taking the negative plays. If it wasn't there, if he was he was able to you know throw the ball away for an incompletion and just keep you on schedule a little bit better than taking five sacks in the first half that Desmond Ritter took. I think he was sacked eight times against the Lions. Well, and I don't God. think you can I mean, necessarily I, chalk uh, all of that uh, up to off the it, offensive it, line. It, it,
0: yeah, and, and Desmond Ritter is going to find out how the other half lived. I'm sorry, uh, Taylor Heineke is going to find out how the other half <laughs> he lived. He might. He very, very well. Really, very, very well wiped. This is a bad offensive line.
1: I don't it have to sugarcoat it for anybody. Pass protection in it particular. awful. Pass pro in particular is awful. It is awful. There were too many. Too they ma- can't block a nosebleed. Too many free runners, too many free Titans runners coming through that line. Uh, and, again, I don't know if that's on the quarterback to potentially, like, you know, diagnose some of these potential pressures and be able to cover for them. Uh, if that's on Drew Dahlman, the, the the center who's in charge of, you know, making certain checks. And Arthur Smith has said that they put a lot on Dahlman's plate. But either way, whatever it is, like, they got to get that fixed. And, again, this is the team that will exploit you more than any other team in the NFL if you don't.
0: Yeah, and, and uh, more of this is about too in the bigger picture, you know, um, I, I think if you want to have an argument, what happened to the offensive line from last year that was so good at running the football and gave them such running lanes and ability to, to control a game and flow – where did that offensive line? Because even last year they were bad in pass protection. That's yeah. not, this shouldn't be new to anybody. Yep. You know, uh, and so when, when we're sitting there evaluating quarterbacks and evaluating what has gone on this year at the position of quarterback, you have to be objective about what you're watching and what you're seeing, and understand that. And, and again, I'm not some Desmond Ritter homer. Like I don't really care who starts, but objectively. There's just there's not much of a difference between either one of them. Yeah. And so the idea that one's going to bring more to the table than the other at this point is laughable.
1: Yeah, there's it's just
0: not a reality.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they're 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 similar profile players. Obviously Heineke has experience. It's funny that you know this has been a huge conversation. Drake London's not going to play in this game. Oh, He's yeah, I forgot out. About that, guy. that would have been that would be the number one point of conversation for us in any other week. But like this week is like the third most important thing. All right, well, it's Joe Patrick, Mark Zeno here. It is the Wade
0: Ford Tailgate Show. and we get back, shots fired are out to Smith. You'll hear them next right here on the Wade Ford Tailgate Show on Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game.
1: Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep
0: left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone